I was actually curious if there was a definition for a transactional relationship. So I typed it into Google and by my surprise, there was an actual definition that came up like it was some shit off of Wikipedia. It says a transactional relationship is a relationship where both or all parties are in it for themselves and where partners do things for each other with the expectations of reciprocation. And it says almost all relationships start here. And it says people tend to date a person because of what they can get out of it. You're listening to the D win legacy podcast brought to you by D souls productions, LLC, where we bring together life, culture, and communities. Buy me a coffee. Click the link at coffee.com forward slash D win legacy and show me your support. First thing in the morning, there's nothing like a hot cup of coffee. I was in a supermarket yesterday and I couldn't help but overhear these two women. They were talking about Lamar Odom and they were talking about his new girlfriend. I think her name is Sabrina Parr. She's this, uh, you know, fitness instructor slash, you know, life coach. And uh, we always known, you know, Lamar Odom, you know, from back in the day, you know, playing with the Lakers and, you know, dealing with the uh, the Kardashians and, but the one thing that me and my friends always used to talk about was how Lamar Odom was always so quick to get right back into a relationship. And now, the old school traditional rule was like you know if you was a part of a breakup or a separation or a divorce that you would at least take like six months off. You know, just to get yourself right, get your mind right. And Lamar Odom has has his, you know, he he is he has had his problems, you know, with drugs and uh, depression and everything else. And I think he might have taken the proper time before he got into this new relationship with Sabrina Parr. But the discussion we were having in regards to you know Lamar Odom, we used to call him, you know, Lamar O. Dumb, <laughs> because he we felt he was a uh, you big dummy. But it kind of fits into this episode because he's like the example of you know getting into a relationship or a marriage and not really taking the time to get to know the person that you're with, and especially on a celebrity level. It's very easy to get distracted by the money and the fame and especially the sex. But what me and my friends used to talk about, I mean, even, hey, I mean, even if you're somebody famous, you know, of course, people are going to know who you are. So they're automatically going to be 
you know, especially when it comes to women towards men, they're going to be looking at you as a dollar sign, you know, you know, unless you come across that one special type of woman who's not really into all that, but it's very rare here in Western society. I mean, I know a lot of people hate to hear that, but that's very rare. But even on a celebrity status, even if she knows you're a millionaire or whatever, you know, um, take that time to get to know that person. I mean, even though they know you got money, but, you know, you take some time, your guys go on some walks and you talk to each other and you you do things that don't take a lot of money and not put yourselves in a entertainment type of atmosphere to be able to get to know each other. Because what me and my boys used to talk about, you know, even if you have loot, right? You know, my, my boy had me bagging up. He said, shit, he said, I'll, I'll take her ass out like 20 times if I have to. Because I want to see, you know, because especially if she knows you have money, right? And you keep, go, you keep going out on dates and you're not really treating her to anything. And she starts to get upset about that. Oh, come on, how come you don't take me to the restaurant? Or how come you don't take me nowhere on vacation? I'm like that. And that guy will start making you think like, oh, what's going on here, right? <laughs> and as we know, anybody can put on an act, you know, to get what they want. But we do need to think about going through a process to make sure that we take the time to learn and get to know each other when it comes to relationships and marriages. You big dummy. Every time I go back to that definition of what a transactional relationship is, I really can't get that last sentence out of my head. And, so, and a lot of people have come to me and say, D, you know, why are you so, you know, so surprised? You know, people tend to date a person because what they can get out of it. And that goes to show you, if you have the ability to look it up on Google and it's sitting there like it's the standard. It's okay. And we wonder why men feel the way they do about relationships and marriage here in 2019, moving into 2020. And I tell you, as a man, and a lot of men won't admit this shit, they're scared of death. They're scared to death to get involved in relationships and marriage nowadays. Who wants to go through all that bullshit if shit goes south? Now, don't get me wrong. There are still people who believe in marriage and having a strong relationship, but it's rare. It's very hard to find that special person who will actually, first of all, like you for you. We also have to think about why women feel the way they do about relationships and marriage. And the statistics don't lie about that either. A lot, it's, it's being shown that, you know, most women, 
they get the thrill out of the initial contact of the relationship and marriage. But like it's always said, when once the honeymoon is over and that flame starts to dwindle down, and this goes for both sides, who's going to put that work in? Who's going to put in the effort? Who's going to have good intentions to keep that relationship and marriage going to a good place? Now, when thinking about that last sentence in the definition of a transactional relationship, when it says, and I I can't say it enough, people tend to date a person because of what they can get out of it. Now, let's just hold it right there. First, you're not supposed to be in a relationship in the first place thinking about what you can get out of it. Both the man and the woman must first come to an honest assessment to know if they even like the person they are interacting with. Now, what's really disturbing about this description of a transactional relationship, it actually says, with the exception of reciprocation. One of the very first things of importance is to make sure you are dealing with a person who is willing to give more than they are receiving. That in itself reinforces what I meant by when men no longer, you know, are looking into getting married anymore. When you add that in with the way Western society is built on getting married, (laughs) can you really blame men for the way they feel about engaging? with a woman in a serious relationship or marriage. Now, this is where it gets testy. When I asked women the serious question, when it comes to relationships and marriage, what are the benefits men will get out of it? I've heard a lot of women say he's getting my love and care. But the reality of it is that women really want to say what they really want to say. And a lot of people are not going to like this. I'm giving him sex. Now, like I said, now that's going to hit hard for some people. But when it really comes down to it, a lot of women have admitted that giving their men pleasure is the number one asset of giving in a relationship or marriage. And that's sad. These are not my words. This is what the statistics have shown when asking women across the United States this question. Now, men do love sex. And it is important to men, but it's not the number one thing on their list. The number one thing, or should I say, the two things that are most important to men when dealing with a woman in a relationship or a marriage is respect 
and cooperation. Now, getting back to why I call this episode the sexual transactional disease. What I've discovered when it really comes down to it are that relationships and marriages here in the United States are really built on the foundation of sex and money. Now, I'm not saying all. No, but this is what the majority of men and women are spending their time on when when interacting with each other, when engaging with each other. I mean, looking this up on Google and finding that definition, that's really not a good sign on how we see each other as men and women. If you really think about it, we are tricking and hoeing ourselves out to get what we want from someone else without really getting to know that person for who they really are. And it's a shame because if we did actually take the time to find the true person inside, you just may be surprised on what you may find. Hey, D1 Legacy Podcast listeners, want to share your opinions, give feedback, or tell me what you're thinking? Send me a voice message. Voice messages are an easy way for you to send me audio that might end up in a future podcast of the D1 Legacy Podcast. They're the latest feature from Anchor, the platform I use to make this podcast. You have any questions for me? What do you think about this episode that I'm doing right now? I usually have people send me an email request about a particular topic they want me to talk about on a future episode, but now you can send me a voice message. I'll see all your messages and I might add them into a future episode. Anchor makes this part super easy. You can send me a voice message right now from wherever you are listening. Just tap the link on my show notes. I can't wait to hear from you. Hey, D, this is Tyree, man, and thank you for your question. Um, I do believe that um, businesses and the transactions of the the business can be akin to a marriage and how it's run and and relationships. Um, It's a very good question, very deep topic. However, I do also believe, and I believe the goal could be, that a emotional marriage, one that's based off of love and respect and integrity and, um, you know, things along those lines, the relationship has no bounds. You know, there's no there's no limit to where the relationship can go, especially for the individuals involved and then together as one unit. 
Um, it's a great question. It's a very deep topic. It also depends on the individuals and what they hold in respect to their personal lives and the influence that they carry out for themselves and towards one another in every single life, every single day in life. So hopefully this helps. So I wanted to keep the topic going, but app, <laughs> the app with Anchor only allows you like one minute of response time. So again, this is Tyree and I'm answering your question, D. Thank you again for that, for the question. Um, I think it all depends on the individual still, like, or, or the couple, like if you are doing things in the relationship and it's working out well, then you'll feel happy about it because you're receiving and you're integrating progress into the relationship. And I do believe that progress is a direct link to happiness. And that includes being in, in a uh, relationship, no matter what stage it's in, progress is linked directly to happiness. So if the, if the individuals involved with one another, another can reach a level of progress and no matter what level of intensity that progress is, then um, what happens in a marriage, it might still be transactional, but it's backed, empowered and empowered through an emotional driver between two individuals that have chosen to live as one unit. Plus, I also think that it depends on the stage in which the individuals involved are in their life. You know, you currently could be working on a business or your education or your career and may not necessarily be putting that much time or investment into your relationship. So there there's, you know, a little bit of uh, balance and play that happens. But the people involved in the relationship need to decide that no matter what it is that they're after, they don't forget to to commit to one another, even if it's in a big way or a small way or a consistent way. I think that understanding where your partner is as far as their headspace and where their heart is, that's important to hear as well as important to put out. So uh, again, it's still a transaction, you know, <laughs> whether the transaction is, is a fair one or a just one, um, that is determined by the individuals involved. Um, However, trust is big. And so to kind of end, um, you know, my my <laughs> inclusion on this topic for uh, for everyone to chew on, um, I think it's all about understanding that business and transactions are ruled by what's profitable and what's logical. And logic goes a long way with proving that things no matter what systems that are involved, it proves that it works. It, it depends on what you do and what you don't do and, and how the numbers play out or how um, how the results uh, prove themselves in a business sense. However, in any business, when you're dealing with an individual or relationship, it is the emotions that get people to move one way or another. It is emotions that get people to become more invested in you or you invested in them in some type of positive or even negative way, but it all leads to growth. All right. All right. Thank you. Tyree Wilson from lock pop talks here on anchor.fm marriage and relationships do have a level of, you know, to be run like a business, but not all about business. And as you mentioned, Mr. Wilson, it has to focus around making progress as you alluded to that brings happiness. And you made a very good point when talking about making sure you understand where you are as an individual, make sure your personal goals don't distract you from what you and your partner needs to accomplish together. 
And I do agree that you should display a level of emotions. But as a man, you also have to stand firm on your square to make sure that you provide a level of leadership that's beneficial to you, your partner and your family. That was Lock Pop Talks. Tyree Wilson here on Anchor.fm. I listen to him all the time. man. He would definitely get you right in making sure that you stand firm for the person that you love. Hey, D-Win. I wanted to uh, kind of talk about the question that you asked about um, trans- transactional uh, marriages. And for me, I do think that some of them are transactional and also they're paired with being a marriage of convenience, um, which you have spoken about a few um, times ago, long ago in some of your episodes where people stay with people, not even just for transaction, but because of convenience. They don't want to start over, even if they don't love the person, they just do not want to start over. It's too much work. It's too much pain. So if someone's sitting in a marriage, that's not a marriage anymore, but they're just sitting there for like 15 years. They just don't want to have to start over. They have to go put in the work, the time, the effort. So why do all that when they could just be convenient in what they're in? Not saying that that's the way to be, but I have heard stories of men just staying with women because it's convenient. That was Tanika Drake from God's Gifts to His Word here on Anchor.fm. And Tanika, I think we have to be balanced because it does come from both sides. There are men and women that are in transactional relationships and marriages who show a level of convenience. And we get to that point where we get so comfortable and we stop showing a level of appreciation for that person that we're with. We don't show a level of respect for the possibilities of connecting with each other and really taking a look at what you can build out of that situation. So I just feel we really need to be balanced when we say that, you know, when it comes to convenience, it does come from both sides, from men and women. Once again, that was Tanika Drake from God's gift to his word here on anchor.fm. Go check out her podcast. She would definitely get your spirit right when it comes to dealing with relationships and marriage. Are relationships becoming more transactional? It's a very interesting question. I'm looking forward to this topic on D win legacy podcast, but my opinion, I think it's really difficult to avoid being transactional. The key is to maintain balance. If one person is getting more than the other in the relationship, it's going to lead to problems. There's no question about it. You have to maintain balance. You you need this you need money, you need sex, you need love. It's got to be proportional. It has to be equal on both sides. Uh, because it's just, it's not a good scene. We know it's not going to work out. So both sides have to be very aware of, of the transactions that are taking place.
That was KMC from the KMC show here on Acre.fm. Did you hear the man? If you have this mindset that you want to receive more than you are giving, you are going to have problems. Both the man and the woman must have this mindset of wanting to give more than they are receiving so that you both can reach a level of balance. So KMC, you are right on point with that one once again. You can check KMC out here on anchor.fm. Go check him out. He'll keep you up to date on a lot of the latest technology. And he also give you some wisdom that's in regards to a sexual nature. I really enjoy listening in. Thank you, KMC, for the call in. Souls Productions LLC is our sponsor and it's our sponsor that holds everything down for us and we have our new Souls Productions LLC champion hoodies and it's getting cold out there so continue to show your support and go to DSoulsProductionsLLC.com and get your hoodie today couldn't help myself and I had to dig a little deeper too often couples are advised (laughs) advised to create a transactional marriage you satisfy my need I satisfy yours (laughs) and thinking about it when you have this type of thinking in a relationship or a marriage, what do I get? If I win, you lose. You must see my view. Results oriented. Quad pro quo, tit for tack. Judgmental. Punishing. And blaming. In business transactions, the focus is on 
making the sale, which is often a one-time sale. However, relationships and marriages are not one-time interactions. We have thousands of interactions over the course of the relationship and marriage. These thousands of interactions become a game of keeping score, of balancing books. <laughs> Give too little and you don't satisfy your partner's need increases your indebtedness. A marriage based on indebtedness builds anger and resentment. In the end, either person may end up feeling that I could have struck a better deal. This is the D win legacy podcast. And we'll be back next week with another episode that will make you think peace. Hey, D. Wynn, how are you? This is Red Sable. <laughs> and yeah, I'm late to the party again. Sorry. It has been so crazy. But let me go ahead and add my little bit. I'm sure you've moved on, but it's all good. I'm still going to add my little bit to the conversation. So um, there are quite a few rises in transactional relationships and that especially is with the the younger generation they see relationships as fleeting and pretty much non-existent and in their minds they feel like well it's going to be over anyway so why not just go ahead and get what I can when I can out of the situation right Okay, moving on. So, this is part two. This is Red Sable again, and thank you for including me. There are, like I said, shows that are geared towards this particular topic all on its own, and it's with both parties being well aware of the fact that one is in need of companionship and the other one is in need of money, and they connect them together. She's a young struggling college student. She's beautiful. He is a wealthy older gentleman. He maybe is a little socially inept, doesn't know anything about asking people on dates, has had a few failed marriages, and really doesn't want to take the time out to do anything or put in any time in cultivating a relationship, I should say, right? So he decides that he's going to join these services, and I believe one of them is a website called Sugar Babies. Very popular, and they have done very well because they've also been interviewing a lot of the young women. At least they did maybe a year or two ago. I saw them pop up on a few talk shows and things like that where they would justify why they would put themselves in a position to be with older men who only wanted them for their beauty and why would they 
put themselves in a position to be called all kinds of derogatory names because they were accepting money and gifts and trips and and homes and all kinds of things for a relationship with someone that they don't even know. And of course, it gets more interesting from there because they have their different perspectives, both the men and the women, right? So the gentleman justification is that they don't have time to cultivate real relationships. They don't have time to go out and have date after date after date and not know where it's going to lead. So the most convenient thing is to make themselves available to these young women with the hope that maybe it will go somewhere, maybe it won't. But if it doesn't, they would get what they needed out of it. They would get their companionship from her, and she will get whatever it is that she needs from him regarding financial means of help and support. I believe that relationships, marriages, they are, whether they are spoken or unspoken or transactional at some level. Think about it. Okay, so moving on. So I definitely agree with some of what the other call-ins have stated. Marriage uh, or relationships can be based on some type of emotional connection or convenience or or you're at some particular comfort level and you don't want to become uncomfortable. Sometimes we sit with our burdens and as much as those burdens wear us down, we drag them around anyway because it's the devil we know. Right. But when we let go of those burdens, we are afraid because we don't want to go into a territory where we have to deal with the devil that we don't because we don't know how to fight that particular situation. Right. That is part of the problem that we're having today because of this whole microwavable, fast, quick social media driven society when it comes to younger generations. They don't believe in marriage anymore. And if they hit a, hit a bumpy road, they want to hurry. Okay, so no one takes the time out to cultivate relationships anymore. No one wants to, now let me rephrase, not everyone wants to take the time out to properly absorb and learn and let a relationship become marinated and mixed and equally yoked anymore. So the younger generation has become very sort of standoffish and they've decided to turn into this transactional society. I want it quick. I want it now with everything, including relationships. So we get into a bumpy road. Okay, it's all good. I was only with you for the money anyway. Okay, it's all good. I was only with you because it was physical. We're quickly disposing of each other. Okay, hopefully this is the final. Something is happening with the recording, so hopefully you can hear me. <laughs> so, nonetheless, the work that needs to be put in, nobody wants to do that. Or I should say, rephrase, not everybody wants to do that and put in the work anymore. The, the respect the level for relationships that are based on long term, they want those to happen right away. But when they don't, they decide to make it transactional because at the end of the day, 
well, at least you ain't wasted time, right? Your time wasn't wasted because you got that new car and that new house and, you know, you got money in the bank and time wasn't wasted because she gave you what you needed and he gave you what you needed. So time wasn't wasted. Nobody wants to waste their time anymore out of fear that they're going to fail at a relationship that will break their hearts. And okay, D1, this is Red Sable. This is my final because I can no longer hear my playback. So, so hopefully you can hear me. So anyway, I was saying all that to say is every single relationship that we have entered into from since we started having relationships has been unspoken or spoken because we're all in some type of relationship, whether we realize that there is a transaction in place or not, whether it's emotional or physical or financial or for convenience of a place to live or our parents hooked us up with somebody or whatever it is. It could be based on religion or, cult or culture. It, it's a myriad of reasons why people enter into relationships that are based on transactions. So I hope that we all move forward with love in whatever we're doing. All right. So thank you again. I appreciate